Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, it's a fresh new week on the Colleen and Bradley <laughs> Show. <laughs> My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainor. You used to only get that air horn on a Wednesday. I- Right, now and we're then just giving them out left and right. We are. We extended that. I don't know because everything is terrible, and we want to bring <gasps> something spectacular to you. Yes, we do. Like this story. Speaking of, um, okay, so we on Friday got caught up with the latest with Wendy Williams and that Wells Fargo account that she had no access to. Correct. Uh, Bradley, could you please reset the table and then tell us, because there's developments. There's developments. So insofar as Wendy Williams and her financial situation is concerned, we now have like an official-ish word on that financial guardianship. It turns out that Wendy, through a statement by her people to page six, which we'll get to in a moment, um, doesn't feel like she needs a guardian after all. And that's where uh, we are at now. We were previously aware that this was possible. On mm-hmm. Friday, we talked about a couple tabloid headlines suggesting uh, Wendy Williams was going to have a financial guardian appointed, but mm-hmm. we didn't have any official word. Well, this is right. the most officialish we've gotten. Okay, so how? Okay, so we got the official word that there's a guardian. And then how did we hear about Wendy Williams's feelings about said guardian? So we got a, a statement through uh, page six. They okay. sent a statement. An attorney for Wendy Williams told page six in a statement on Friday that Wendy doesn't want anyone to have uh, control of her money other than her. And they say in response to uh, the report about a judge's decision to appoint a guardian. So that that tells me, like, well, she's, why would she be responding if she's... Right, if, if that didn't happen. Yeah, so right? it happened. So uh, the, LaShawn Thomas, who I believe is the attorney that sent this statement, said, quote, please be advised that Wendy is not in agreement with the appointment of a financial guardian by the court. Wendy has been very clear that she does not want a financial guardian to tell her what she can and cannot do with her money. Okay, I have I have so many thoughts and questions right, and well, possibly zero answers, but I could speculate. So okay. I just want you to know I'm game to make up some stories here. Let's do it. But the first thing I want to say is none of that, nothing, nothing of what you just shared with me comes as any sort of surprise for a couple of reasons. Number one, we had the heads up on Friday that this was probably going to be the outcome. Number two, and probably just, the most obvious thing who in the world would ever be like, yeah, I'm totally cool with somebody else being able to access and make decisions about my money. Like I'm not surprised. What I'm saying is I'm not surprised at the statement because I don't, there's nothing surprising about it. You're not surprised by the decision. You're not surprised by the statement. And all of those things are absolutely true. However, there might very well be a reason for you know, uh, the court to have made that decision. 1,000%. But you can see where, I think, to your point, you can see where people, mm, if at, if told, right, you no longer have access to your money. 
like if I don't you care who it is. Fully aware of what was going on with you, such that a court would make that decision, you could see where that person would then rail against it, yeah, and, or at least in this case, send a statement to page six. So I have another question, and this one might require some fancy finger work. I said it. Okay, well, I'm going to get my fingers busy. The name of the lawyer is LaShawn Thomas, correct? Uh, Yeah, what did I say? I think that's what you said. LaShawn Thomas, yes. Okay, is that the lawyer that was... uh, Okay, so I'm going to go back in the Wayback Machine. I'm going to say it was probably a couple months ago. We learned that she had picked up some new management, and that management was also responsible for her ex-husband, Kevin Hunter. Mm. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Uh, I don't know if there's a connection, though. Okay. But I'm about to find out here. So because I fancy myself uh, like the Jessica Fletcher of pop culture, and because we've spent a lot of time with NT Lawyer, and because NT Lawyer has been pushing the narrative that perhaps Kevin Hunter has been trying to get access to her money. The reason I'm asking this is I'll tell you my reasoning and then you can okay. tell me your findings. If indeed this lawyer is also the lawyer to Kevin Hunter, mm. it would be in their interest for her to not have a guardian because what it sounds like is the guardian yeah. is appointed by Wells Fargo yep. who is, or at least the prompt for the guardian was prompted by. Yeah. The judge appoints the guardian. Yep. And that determines who gets to spend the money from Wells Fargo. At the request of Wells Fargo. Yeah. So that's how this all began, right? Mm-hmm. So Wells Fargo was mm-hmm. like, hey, something's funky. Yeah. And then then court and then guardian and Kevin Hunter, if this is true. And again, I am speculating. Yeah. But she's picked up new management, that management. And we all were like, really? She's going to be managed by the same people who manage her ex-husband. Yeah. And the lawyer that lawyers her ex-husband then it would be in their interest to be like, yeah, no, she's not for this and we're going to fight it tooth and nail because if the goal is for Kevin Hunter to still be able to access that money, Mm -hmm. then it would be in his best interest, Bradley. Yes, you're saying that this LaShawn person is a part of Kevin Hunter's team. He would benefit from there not being a guardian. Correct. I don't know the answer, but what I can tell you, at least just by quick Googling, is that this person, LaShawn Thomas, as an attorney for Wendy Williams, has been around for uh, since going back to at least February 14th. There was a story. Wendy denies mental health allegations after Wells Fargo freezes her bank account. Okay. At that point, uh, LaShawn Thomas said in a statement provided by publicist Sean Zanotti. And again, I'd have to go back because remember, there was like this weird publicist battle where at one point she was like, that person doesn't speak for me. Yes. And I don't think it was Sean Zanotti, whoever that is. Which means this is pot- what you suggested is potentially possible. Anyway, back in February, on behalf of Wendy Hunter, professionally known as Wendy Williams, as counsel to her and her affairs, Wendy wants the world to know that she strenuously denies all allegations about her mental health and well-being. Interesting. So that person's been around since at least February, but you know, I think, I think you, even if it's not Kevin Hunter. I would imagine there are any number of individuals around Wendy Williams, her son included, who think that they are probably better suited to make those decisions for Wendy than a court appointed financial guardian. Absolutely. Anything that's anybody that wants access or needs access to her money obviously doesn't want to have to go through a financial guardian. I'm not saying that from like a nefarious standpoint. I don't know, you know, if there's 
stuff going on behind the scenes. But you can imagine where even if Wendy Williams wasn't capable yeah. of making those decisions, other people would feel better suited to do that themselves, meaning family members, et cetera. Well, and I don't I don't we haven't necessarily seen this in this structure. And I'm talking about the financial guardian, but it is close enough to things that we have been privy to in recent years where there is now a step between the person and their assets. Uh, and I'm thinking, I'll just be honest, uh, specifically about Britney Spears, that any time a person isn't able to make complete and total decisions about their assets, there are some questions that we should that should be asked. Yeah. Right. Like, why is that person not of sound mind? Why aren't they able to access that? And also it raises our spidey senses of suspicion. Who who is it that's trying to get that money? Yeah. If if everything is a okay with the celebrity, or if they are of sound mind and ability, and have the ability to manage and maintain mm. and use their own money, who does it benefit? Yeah. for them to have that stopgap in place. Yeah, mm. absolutely, one hundred percent. I will say again, we don't know who the financial guardian is. That's the other piece that you know. Again, I said officialish at the beginning of this uh, segment. Officialish. Mm-hmm. It's a Look it up. We haven't know. It's seen a word. the documentation about the uh, appointment of a financial guardian. We are assuming by reasonable deduction that that is the case, but we don't know who that financial guardian is. Right. And who knows who that person could be. Right. I mean, it could be an independent third party, mm-hmm. but I have not seen anything that tells us who it is. It could be somebody in her family. I yeah. imagine, right? Like you can be your parents financial guardian for absolutely example. so absolutely well and what we do know of wendy is it really is just her i mean in terms of kind of the family that's around her the actual family that she kicks it with that she's around it's just her and her son um really and she's always been pretty vocal about that but of course she's got an entire team of people that are around her and she you know i mean she has said that this is unfair that she doesn't need this she doesn't deserve this. She wants access to her money. So it is interesting, right? It's not every day that a celebrity who, you know, like clearly there's something going on. We just don't know what it is because yeah. something doesn't add up about like you see her in public, but it's not like she's doing a Diane Sawyer interview no. to give all the details. And you would imagine if she was capable of doing that, you'd be fighting tooth and nail to get every piece of your advice out there or uh, not advice, every piece of your story, story, your perspective. Yeah. And it wouldn't just be coming through publicists, et cetera. Well, and I mean, we also have to remember we have a, we have a history of question marks around Wendy Williams, right? Like going back to the time she fainted on the air in her, um, in her uh, statue of Liberty costume, right? There were a lot of questions around that. And, they were able to, they tried always to explain things away. We have other times where she was slurring on the air. We know that she had gone to rehab and not that all of those things are that any of that is bad or wrong. It just is that we have a history of a lot of questions around what's been going on with Wendy Williams. And most recently yeah. they had how many hiatus? I Hi, 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 Yeah, no, I mean, there, there's the average person is right to be concerned mm-hmm. about Wendy Williams, even if you think she doesn't deserve access to her money because of whatever is you know going on with her, or if you think you know perhaps somebody's just trying to get a control of her money. Right. 
And, you know, so we should be concerned regardless of what is actually happening behind the scenes. I think the average person has reason to be concerned about Wendy Williams. And you didn't think you were going to wake up on a Monday being concerned about Wendy Williams. But now you are again. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we will concern ourselves with all of the dirt straight from Hollywood. Holly Roberts is going to bring us a dirt alert on my talk. One oh seven one. This is a my talk dirt alert. The beautiful Holly Roberts has collected every speck of dirt in Hollywood and she's brought it for us in this dirt alert. Hey, Hal's. Just just hoovering a little bit now. Funny, Colleen, in the previous segment that you mentioned that you're my talks, Jessica Fletcher, because Jessica Fletcher herself is going to receive a Tony Award for <gasps> Lifetime Achievement. Oh, that's awesome. Stretching and kicking and stretching. That would be actress Angela Lansbury. She's set to receive the Tony Award for Lifetime Achievement at this year's ceremony. Now, think about this. Her career has spanned over 75 years. Literally a long time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I yeah. was trying to think of a superlative, and I can't. It well, just it is very... three quarters of a century. Yeah. I mean, that's not nothing. Yeah, Angela Lansbury was in the original movie Gaslight, mm. from which we get our term Gaslight. Gaslight. So, like, we could say that, like, Betty White was older than sliced bread. We can say Angela Lansbury is as old as Gaslight. Mm-hmm. Exactly. She is just as old as Gaslighting. So she was in movies like The Harvey Girls back in the 40s, where she played a saloon hussy who was trying to uh, get hers in the Old West. Isn't there... <laughs> what's the video of her in, in the bathtub? Oh, that's her health and wellness Thank video you. series. Yeah, I, I mean... so a 1980s or early 90s experience, I think. Yeah, yeah. Angela Lansbury, all about dry brushing. Yes, man. Sexy Angela Lansbury. <laughs> now, we'll be able to see Angela Lansbury get her Lifetime Achievement Tony when the Tony Awards are uh, airing on June 12th on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. I want to see that. Hopefully, I won't have to watch the whole thing. I'll just watch the part with Angela Lansbury. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Sometimes I I don't want to watch the whole thing. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker had their third wedding ceremony over the weekend in Italy. Uh, their their mm-hmm. third. Does this mean we can stop hearing about it now? <laughs> no. No, because remember... There were cameras. Oh, shoot. There's going to be like a fourth. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh my gosh, there's going to be a fourth, fifth, and sixth, you guys. Oh no, because of the space-time continuum, we're going to get all three weddings again. Oh, oh gosh. Are you just now I'm new here. That? I'm sorry. Okay. Welcome to Planet Earth in 2022. Knock, knock. Who's there? 
the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Again. Yeah, so they shared photographs of the wedding ceremony that happened at a villa owned by the de- the designers Dolce & Gabbana over the weekend. And Courtney uh, had a custom veil that was very long and she was wearing a little mini dress. And uh, apparently on a, the veil, it said family, loyalty and respect. So, like, I don't know if they've been watching the offer over on Paramount Plus and have been it's very, it's so it's very weird. I mean, I mean, very fitting because I feel like the appeal of the Kardashians is very akin to the appeal of the Godfather film series. Yeah, you do feel like the family is kind of, you know, I don't even want to say the word, but, you know, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I'm just saying there's parallels and there's you know. reasons why these are popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just have a lot of control, and, I am and you picking don't cross up what you're them. All laying down, you okay? Don't cross them, or there you might be. There might be disappeared. Yeah, with a K. Oh yeah. So uh, you can go and check out some of the photos of the wedding reception, the ceremony, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, over on our website, mytalk1071.com, or go there and look at other stuff. No, yeah. But while you're there, it's there if you want to look at it. Yes, if you want to look at it. That's fantastic. If you don't, go to our website. There are other wonderful things to look at. There you go. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Britney Spears and Sam Asghari spent the weekend in Las Vegas. Oh, my God. What were they doing in Vegas? Oh, I saw these pictures. Uh, It sounds like they got a free vacation in Vegas. What? Yeah. So Britney Spears and Sam Asghari spent the weekend on the Las Vegas Strip. They were hanging out at Resorts World, which is one of the newest casino hotels on the Las Vegas Strip. Like they're doing which, some spawn con? Well, there was a big banner on the side of the hotel yeah. that said Resorts World loves Britney. So if you're going to Hollywood speak into that, it seems oh, like perhaps she's talking about maybe allegedly, supposedly doing a little uh, doing a little something at mm-hmm. Resorts World. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Now, Resorts World currently... Um, Hosts Katy Perry, Carrie Underwood, a number of celebrities who just mm-hmm. go for little residency stints. Like, they're not there all the time, mm-hmm. but they're a rotating roster of musical performers. You know, I just want to know who's behind her right now with career advice. I know you're looking at me like... not Rhymes not beh- Ram Masgari. Don't say Ram, because uh, he's standing <laughs> behind her. But um, is it just Sam Asgari? Because I don't know that he's going to give the best career advice is my point. Sure. I agree. Also, because sure, do a residency, but like, I I just want her, I want her to just, I just need, I want her to have a little time. Maybe start with like a, I don't know, poetry slam or something at the, you know, like coffee shop down the corner. I'm just saying she needs some re entry. Yeah, agreed. It's been a long time. And I can't go from zero to 60. She needs to like throw it all out there right away because that might be kind of triggering. Also, I do want to just draw your attention to a very quick video that she posted on her Instagram where she pushes him into the um, pool and he's wearing a robe and he lifts his leg. And I just I'm guessing a lot of people are watching that on slow motion. Yeah, probably. Now, oh, like you can see his <laughs> I don't know if you can. Tackle. I didn't watch it on his slow motion. I'm just saying. Tackle. Well, the president of the resort didn't miss the opportunity to talk to the local newspaper, oh. the Las Vegas hmm. Review Journal, saying that of Britney Spears, she loves the property and we love having her. Well, uh, it sounds like more shall too. be revealed about I, their plans with each other. Yeah, fingers crossed. I'm just be gentle. Yeah. Where is that on the strip? It's resort. On the, oh, go ahead. No, no, you. 
I was going to say, it's on the north end of the strip, okay. you know, so it's past yeah. the mirage uh-huh. and the wind and all, all that the way stuff. down there. Yeah. Okay. It's all the way towards the end, right? Is it on the end? Or no, what's on the end? The end is Mandalay Bay on okay. the south end. Uh-huh. Uh, but this is like way on the other on side. On the other okay. side. Yeah. 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 Okay. The, Resorts World just opened a couple of years ago, if not even just a year ago. I don't, I don't like the name, but nobody asked me. That's fine. I just want to go on record with okay, that. Well, duly noted. <laughs> You're welcome. Vegas uh, Tourism Board, Colleen Lindstrom, not, not a fan. Not a fan. Have you. you been to Las Vegas, Colleen? Oh, yeah. I love Las Vegas. Oh, okay. Guess where I uh, Some usually... of my best friends are well, Las I, that's Vegas. That's where I always rendezvous with Tom Jones. In fact, actually, last night, my you husband don't. was like, he's coming to... Oh, oh. stop. No. He's coming to Las Vegas again. Do you want to go? And I was like... You know, Maybe. Let's see. Oh Supply. my God, that was so. Let's see. <laughs> Come on. You're supposed to be an ultra fan. Um, I know. Uh, I don't. You let know me what? look at my book. I can't actually. The dates don't work in our schedule. Okay. Well. Okay. If you really loved Tom Jones. I mean, there's still a possibility. Okay. All right. When we come back, we're going to solve some pop culture mysteries. Uh, Holly's going to bring them to us. After. Ooh, speaking of Jessica Fletcher, she has shown up in like every single segment so far. So we'll do it again. Uh, we like to solve some pop culture mysteries on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. We do that in the form of blind items. Holly selects them and she brings them to us. She delivers them. We try to solve them in a segment. We call Blinded by the Items. Bradley, not only are you going to try to solve these celebrity gossip mysteries, you are going to solve these celebrity gossip mysteries. NT Lawyer says, pretty sure this foreign-born permanent A-list singer in a group will walk back his comments about the foreign-born former A-plus-list boy bander turned A-list solo singer. Somebody's talking about Harry Styles. Is it Nick Jonas? Uh, But is it Harry Styles? Yes. But it's a different boy bander? Well, no. So the one talking a little smack about Harry Styles is a permanent A-list singer oh. in a group. Oh. oh. Permanent A-list singer in a group. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. A group? Yeah. What groups do we have anymore? Mm. Uh, one of the biggest ones. Oh, Mick Jagger? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yes, let me fill in the blank here. So Mick Jagger... Probably will be walking back his comments about Harry Styles. Headline, Mick Jagger dismisses Harry Styles' comparisons, quote, he just has a superficial resemblance to my younger self. Mick Jagger also added he doesn't have a voice like mine or moves on stage like me. So So somebody is really insecure at the ripe old age of uh, however old he is. Yeah. Which is old. Which is fresh coming from Mick Jagger, considering that he lifted his whole act from James Brown. I'm not. I mean, oh, okay. Holly Roberts lowering the boom. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, All that right. just seems a little sour grapesy to be during the twilight years of your life. I don't know. I feel like you'd come to a more like happy place you'd be surprised some people lean into the crank yeah, yeah he, well, he's really evidenced by the, the uh sunday morning episode wherein i watched the interview of um <sighs> rhymes with schmerison schmeeler mm-hmm. talk about leaning oh, you into watched your, it Oof. to your crank i still haven't watched it i oh, don't yeah. know if i can do it yeah mm. Oof. anyway uh long story short don't lean into your crank don't you know what Let's put that on a t-shirt for the state fair. Also, it just could be dangerous. I feel like. It's true. 
Especially, you don't know where that thing's going to go. More, you know. Uh, here, one more quick thing, because I don't know if this is true. Was there ever a rumor that, like, Harry Styles would be playing Mick Jagger in something, or did I make that up out of thin air? I think you were listening to Lori from the Lori and Julia that's show probably, trying to manifest that. That, that. that yeah. checks out. That checks I will out. say that uh, I am not surprised that the likes of Mick Jagger would be threatened, because uh, that... That Harry Styles, mm-hmm. he is He's like, really, people seem to like him. I mean, no, I'm just, I've been, <laughs> what I mean to say is I've been watching the debut of his new album and he is everywhere and he has literally become a new and different, I mean, he's already been doing this, but like, it's just become clear that he is a force to be reckoned with in his own right. Oh yeah. yeah. And he feels really comfortable, like to me, and usually I know that. Uh, artists are manufactured. There's something that feels very authentic about who Harry Styles is pre- presenting. Also, Holly, being the rock uh, tome that you are uh, for the purposes of this show in terms of stuff, was did Mick Jagger, I'm just asking you a question I hope you have the answer to, does Mick Jagger have any, uh, did he have any aspirations, well, he did have aspirations to be a solo performer, right? He has been a solo performer. But that didn't go very well? It's been okay. Okay. You know, he's dabbled in solo work and never as popular as his work with the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. He also wanted to act. And I was going to ask mm-hmm. if he ever got acty. Yes, he did. Uh-huh. He was in a movie called Free Jack, among others, uh-huh. back in the early 90s. I say that just because I wonder if some of this is because of, you know, he maybe looks at Harry Styles and thinks that's what I wish I would have Has had. some regrets. Yeah. Because Harry's done the acting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's been very successful mm-hmm. solo. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, Mick Jagger, I think he's a person who's done pretty well for himself. Oh, yeah, he's sure. doing all right. Yes, he needs to worry not. Yeah. Let it go. Oh, more celebrity gossip mysteries to solve here on the Colleen and Bradley program. Let's, let's solve uh, this one. Pretty easy. The momager thinks she's being helpful with the career of the soon-to-be ex-late night actor. She is if... He just wants to be some kind of brand, mm-hmm. but not as an actor. Pete Davidson. And Chris Jenner. Yeah. Double ding. Yeah. And Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's a triple ding. Mm-hmm. Triple ding. Okay, mm-hmm. right. Hey. Yeah, so, you know, uh, Chris Jenner is being helpful in as much of as Pete Davidson wants to make himself into a brand, but not if he wants to continue acting. That's fine. He can have an agent and uh, a Chris Jenner in his life. Yeah, I mean, there's room for both, yeah. certainly, right? I mean, he does, I think he has been very vocal about the fact that he'd like to explore some more serious acty roles. Um, but we've also seen him, what was the, we talked about this on Friday, I think. What's the commercial he just did? It was very vanilla. Well, he's, H&M. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Creepsing down the street for H&M. Yeah. You know, that feels like that had the Kardashian influence. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Until he can get into his own, you know, manufacturing his own goods. Oh, yeah. Which is the inevitable conclusion of this experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can't wait for his male skims wear. Mims. (laughs) Here's another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen Bradley to solve. This former child tween teen star is now an adult looking for work. Unfortunately, she does not have very high popularity scores with anyone over the age of 18 mm. and is running into problems. JoJo? Yeah. Oh, interesting. With the bobo. 
Well, because mm-hmm. people don't know her. Right. They don't right? know JoJo. They don't know no JoJo. <laughs> yeah. So JoJo Siwa, now an adult, looking for work. But it's kind of hard because she doesn't have a very high popularity score with anyone over the age of 18. I mean, you know why? I'll tell you why. Holly, you can hit the button. Oh, yeah. Why? This is why. Well, I was going to tell you to hit the other button, the Sam oh. Kinison button. Oh, sure. That's oh. why we don't need our eardrums blown out. They're already oh, suffering. My car. What did you do? Although, what if you did that? have hearing loss, that oh. might be the voice for you. I mean, so that there's is an a untapped fact right market. There. Right. That's well, true. when your whole persona is crafted. Could you see what for? Craftmatic adjustable ear. What do we call them? Miracle things? ear. Miracle ear. Yeah, I knew there was a brand in there somewhere. Craftmatic adjustable ear. Somebody's got to think uh, of right? it. Hearing aid. Hearing aid. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the problem is that JoJo Siwa is now facing is that her whole public persona was crafted to mm, attract four-year-olds. Yeah, and you don't want to attract four-year-olds anymore. I mean, no beef against the four-year-olds out there. Love oh, you. Some of my best friends are four years old. <laughs> you guys old. are great. <laughs> you guys are great. <laughs> Keep on keeping on. Yeah, but as adults, we look at, I'm sure, you know, I speak for all adults on yes, Planet thank Earth, you, Holly. too. People with, yeah. It's, it's just going to be, it's going to be challenging. Well, yeah, and the, I think, you know, part of the mistake that she made was that she continued to infantilize her image rather than doing the Harry Potter and like growing with her fan base. She stayed, she tried to stay young, Peter also, Pan style. She has so much money like shooting out of her, you know, Bobos <laughs> that like, <laughs> I, I, take some time off and find yourself. Like, yeah. Is, is there any expectation that you need to be the center of attention? I, think, I don't mean that in like a personal way. I mean, in terms of your career, like, do you need to have a public facing career? Yeah. If you know, for the majority, maybe you, maybe you don't like that. I don't know. I'm just saying like, give yourself five minutes. You've got the resources. The woman is like made of money. But also if you really think about it, I'm sorry, I have deep Jojo thoughts. If you really think about the brand that is Jojo, what is she? Do you see what I mean? She doesn't fit neatly into an adult category. She's a YouTuber. She's a Nickelodeon star. She's a dancer. She's a product. Um, but none of that, like, how does that translate into somebody well, who's going to be the, more, you know, that over 18 is going to be interested in? I think the key word there is product mm-hmm. and that she was sold by her parents to like to make money Mm -hmm. and now she needs to figure out what goes beyond that for herself because i don't imagine you know as much as parents like that would probably say like no that's what she wanted to do you don't understand she totally wanted this all of it Mm -hmm. i'm like okay but really all of it and the, the the exact way that you laid it out for her maybe she just needs time to figure out what that next chapter is for her yeah because to your point like i don't i mean there's no easy answer for like the product that she was versus what she is now. Yeah. I don't know how she would slide into an adult. Because most people don't want her to enter the room and start screaming at them. Hey! (laughs) And think about her house. Oh, yeah. That's completely... It looks like a rainbow farted everywhere. Decorated with all of her merch. Yeah, and Skittles. I mean, truly, her house is all white. She's got her merch and then just jars of Skittles. And think about 16-year-old you and uh, 40-something-year-old you. Yeah. 
like you don't got the same taste and style like and think about even like 20 something i Thank i just imagine goodness. i hope she's got some you know good people around yeah, her I hope, wait i hope she's saying- watched the movie whatever happened to baby jane <laughs> i was just going to say i'm it's a good thing that my uh house is not decorated in pictures of the singers and new kids on the block yeah yeah well Unless your daughter put them up, because now it's it's all cool again. When we were, thank you, Holly, for those blind items. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Um, so we were talking about Pete Davidson leaving Saturday Night Live, and I just was not shocked at that announcement. But I did want to talk to you about, in case you didn't see it, and I'm guessing you didn't, because I'm an appointment viewer of Saturday Night Live. The way that Kate McKinnon signed off was perfection. And I just want to tell you all about it and the other hilarious people we lost from they didn't die from Saturday Night Live. Now she's killing people on Saturday Night Live. (laughs) The the other people we lost on Saturday Night Live over the weekend after this on My Talk 107.1. Miss those. It's very calm. Well, this music is putting me in a retrospective mood. I'm the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Holly Roberts is slow dancing by herself. Yeah, middle uh, school style, though. Arms yeah, out, yeah, no keep, touching. Keep enough room for the Holy Spirit right there, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, okay, so I know you guys, both of you, don't appointment view Saturday Night Live. Yeah. But at our house, it is, it's not only, it's gotten to the point, and you remember this, too, as a child, when you got to Saturday Night Live age, my oldest son is at Saturday Night Live age. Yep. So on Saturday nights, if he's around, it's like family viewing, right? So we all stay up and watch it. So we've been watching it pretty consistently. And uh, last this last Saturday, it was the season finale. And we got news on Friday. That was our kind of our first a le- like legit heads up who was leaving the series. Yeah. Which I always Which think is always is, big news. Uh, yeah, it's always big news and I, and I I know that there were rumors but this felt like it cut real close to the end and so yeah. we just it was like, "Oh, okay, we're going to tune in and say goodbye." So the cast members uh that left were Kate McKinnon, Pete Davidson, uh Aidy Bryant and Kyle Mooney. Okay. And honestly, like I, I bet you know probably three of those four names. Like, do you know Kyle Mooney? If I say Kyle Mooney, does that conjure anything I in your mind? Think maybe, but no, I wouldn't readily know who Kyle Mooney was. Turns out I watch the show every single week, and I wasn't sure who he was. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, that guy. He's that guy." Oh, you're right. Yeah, he's that guy. Yeah. So he's leaving. Um, but and the Pete Davidson one, I felt that wasn't. We'd heard that, right? Yeah, we'd heard the rumblings and. He actually he we went through that last season with him too. I think there's always like the last few seasons it's been like maybe he won't maybe he won't come back. He's becoming a Kardashian now. And I just was like, of course. Okay, bye. See you later. Don't let but the Kate door McKinnon, hit you. Was she the longest uh on or was Pete Davidson of, longer? So Pete so everybody kind of has like their own monic like not moniker but uh achievement. Pete Davidson was the youngest. Um of the cast members, but uh, you were asking about Kate McKinnon. I'm just wondering if she was the longest serving. So she had been on the show uh, uh, for about, yeah, she, they, they've all kind of, they were all in the same class kind okay. of coming through, but Kate McKinnon was beloved, right? For a number of different reasons. Well, yeah. one of the things that they did for her send off that was, it, I mean, I just want to give a chef's kiss to her send off. 
So the whole show started, the cold open was one of her, one of my favorite sketches that she does. And she does it with Cecily Strong. Mm-hmm. And then, I love Cecily Strong. Right? And A.D. Bryant. So they're like playing sort of like A.D. Bryant and Mikey Day. Mikey Day? are playing kind of like the Pentagon officials and okay. they're interviewing three people and it's always Cecily Strong and Kate McKinnon. And then the whoever's starring guest starring for that week is the other person. Okay. And the three have been abducted by aliens. Oh, so do you know yes. why I, I love this? I know. Well, and I also know this, this sketch. sketch. Yeah. Right. So the, so the, the hilarious part of it is that Cecily Strong and the, whoever the guest star is, they're kind of like, um, they're sort of, I almost said hickey. They're like oh, yeah. hicks. Yeah. But, and they're, and they're it's like sort the, of. The, the stereotype of the yokel who gets abducted by aliens. Exactly. And they just kind of, it's one of those sketches, if I remember correctly, where somebody ends up laughing. A hundred percent of the time. Yeah. And the reason why is because Kate McKinnon's role is to be the like gross, like, hey, that's not how it happened for me. And then she shares a story that's so vile and disgusting that you're, but. Yeah appropriate for Saturday Night Live. And she and the way she delivers it is so funny. And she's got her jeans hiked up, so she's yeah, yeah. smuggling a yo-yo. As Lori as Lori would say. Anywho, the whole thing finishes and they've decided, okay, well somebody needs to just we just have to offer. They'll give us their information, the the uh Aliens. extraterrestrials, yep. if we give somebody and she's like, well I know it's gonna be me. Right. So you're laughing and then you see a scene where she's going onto the aircraft and you see the the thing come down and she walks and she turns around and suddenly you have that moment of like, am I watching Kate McKinnon or am I watching this character? And then you realize it doesn't really matter because she just basically is saying, thanks for letting oh. me like be here with you. And, and everybody gives just away. loses it. I was, I was not ready to cry at Saturday Night Live and I got real choked up. Oh, I'm sure. Because goodbyes are always tough oh. emotionally, especially if you've, you know, I mean, even though they're, you don't know her, but like you've right. been with her and her characters for eight years. Right. And the thing I hope for all the people that are leaving, except for maybe, I mean, listen, I don't know. I, 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 Kyle Mooney, you're great. Good luck. To you him. did a great job. Thank you. And Pete Davidson, he'll be fine. The thing I want for those three women who are, or the two women that are leaving, A.D. Bryant and Kate McKinnon, is like, I want them to make something of this because they're both so talented, so funny. And I, I'm always sad when I see people like our friend Sherry O'Terry, she's not our friend, we want to be her friend, who like left. You have very, and there wasn't, she didn't make something big from it. You have very big choices, I imagine that you are presented with and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And it's yeah. always, that's, you know, again, the it's in the next chapter for them. So right. good luck. And I, you know, they've both been in movies. So I imagine that that's a potential for both of them. Yeah. Bryant, both and Kate McKinnon and Aidy Bryant. Um, and I don't know, Holly, maybe, you know, if that, if her show shrill is still, Oh uh, yeah. Um, being in, in new episodes or no, it's not. So it is now complete. It has, it is finished. Is that Hulu? That's yes. a Hulu show. Yeah. Um, and um, by all accounts, it's like amazing and great. And Kate McKinnon, I mean, is there anything she can't do? Yeah. I mean, truly, she's just one of the funniest women. So I am, I'm hopeful that they will go on to make um, 
you know, big careers for themselves and be the Amy Polars and the Tina Fey's of this. Kristen Wiggs. Yeah, of this class of Saturday Night Live. Because Saturday Night Live, whether you like the show or not, still does turn out some of the best talent when it comes to comedy and um, and creativity. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm sorry, I'm focusing on the women, but... Again, Pete Davidson is going to be fine. A woman apologizing for other women. Misogyny. Get Get used to it. I am. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley thawed down to Nabby this weekend. Mm, Speaking of tears and emotions. Oh, so we are going to take a little trip. No spoilers. No spoilers. Okay, good. No spoilers. But Bradley's going to tell us all about why this movie is the one we need right now. After this on My Talk 107.1.